Hi, and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me, uh, a week when I found myself uh, looking backward and trying to look forward or trying to decide whether I should be looking forward or backward, uh, most of which has been made more difficult because I've been looking through uh, a, a ridiculously overgrown fringe. Um, without further ado, let's get started and uh, let's have some guitar. <laughs> It should be a bank holiday, um, but it's not a bank holiday. Um, the fact of the matter is I don't really know what day of the week it is at the moment anyway, but I do know that today probably should have been a bank holiday. It's also Star Wars Day, but that's largely irrelevant. I'm not going to harp on too much about that. Um, so, yes, it should be a bank holiday, but it's not a bank holiday because the bank holiday is Friday. And the reason the bank holiday is Friday um, is because we're celebrating VE Day. We're celebrating 75 years uh, since VE Day, Victory in Europe Day. Um, and I'm struggling a little bit with the whole concept of VE Day. And I know this is going to make me sound uh, unpatriotic or it's going to make me sound like... Um, I'm not part of the all in it together brigade and and I don't want it to to feel like that but I've got I'm 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 sat here looking at the week ahead and I'm finding myself not quite getting my head around the whole uh, infatuation um with the E day now it's not this has got nothing to do with sacrifice and it's got nothing to do with um you know what happened all those years ago my concern is um, that we only seem to look now at British history uh, through a single event, that we are so fixated with the Second World War and what we think the Second World War uh, means or meant, that that seems to be the only point in British history that we, we focus on. Um, and, you know, I... I, I get it was a big deal. I'm not even going to get involved in the argument of, of, of you know, whether it was or wasn't um, something, you know, truly life changing because it absolutely was. Um, but it just seems to be that if there's any at any point in time, that seems to be the one thing that we stop and we think about. And, and when we think about something like the war, we only seem to want to think about one or two aspects of it. We seem to want to think about, you know, um, the Normandy landings, or, or or the whole Dunkirk spirit, and all of that is fine. And I'm again, I'm not wanting to underplay it, but there's so much more to British history than 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 kind of fixating on a you know on a single event. And I think in in the fact of what we're going through at the moment, there's other things that we could take celebration in, um, because we kind of have to be looking looking forward as well. And um, I find myself thinking, well, that you know, maybe if we looked at this as as part of the legacy of the war in terms of, you know, seventy five years worth of, of peace in Europe or the things that instantly came as a reaction to the war. So we look at things like the NHS as being one of the things that came straight away as part of the post-war years, then those are the things that currently, it's the NHS that's going to get us out of, you know, out of the mess that we're in. You, We, we can't get through COVID um, with the Dunkirk spirit. What, what we need is the NHS and we need science and we need clever, sensible people 
um, and we need discipline and we need process and we need order and structure and that's what will get us through where we are so I'm I'm in t- I'm I'm kind of struggling with the whole thing uh, a little bit um and and it just seems to be me that it's it's kind of dominating the week ahead and I'm not quite got my head around it as yet Tuesday lockdown hair is now becoming inescapable um in in this particular household um I cut the hair of both of my uh, my boys today and it's not been touched since you know since pre-lockdown since the last time they went to to see a professional and we got to the stage where something just needed to to happen so we did what everybody else I imagine is doing and tried to get some form of you know equipment that was designed for the job failed miserably because nowhere's got anything and then resorted to YouTube to um, try and teach ourselves a skill that most people spend years um, you know perfecting in the space of a in the space of a few minutes um, and you know the the first effort I have to say we it took three goes uh, and it and it slowly got better as each attempt went on. But in reality, I'm still wincing as, you know, as my youngest son walks by every time he walks past and I'm looking at, uh, at how I've left his his scalp. Um, he seems to be fine and obviously he's not seeing anybody, but it's still, you know, I still find myself catching a breath every time he wanders past and I realise that, you know, he is, he is looking like the world's youngest alopecia sufferer. Um, but that then led me to thinking about the fact that, you know, my hair is now getting ridiculously unmanageable and yet 22 years of, of marriage and 26 years of relationship. And I still don't feel like I can trust my wife with a pair of scissors anywhere near my head. Um, now I don't know what point in a relationship you feel comfortable to let your significant other have a crack at doing your hair but all I can tell you is that from where I'm sat at the moment 26 years doesn't quite seem long enough for that particular responsibility um, so I guess I'm going to continue just going through what feels like a jar of gel a day just to try and get it under some form of control um, and take some solace in the fact that I'm I'm looking like Wurzel Gummidge Wednesday. In one of the first episodes of Therapy for Me, I talked about the honesty of the donut, the honesty and the integrity of the donut. Um, and I've not really touched on, you know, anything in a similar sort of vein since, but I, I got back from a run today and I was sat outside and I'd got myself, I'd made myself a cup of tea, um, and I fancied something to eat, and I made myself a jam sandwich. And I just remembered how amazing a jam sandwich is. There's something beautifully innocent about a jam sandwich. It, it's a it's a throwback to youth. I don't know why we don't embrace a jam sandwich in quite the same way that we that we used to. Uh, and maybe it was just because there wasn't the plethora of other stuff and we didn't, you know, we didn't have muffins and we didn't have all the various cakes and options and everything wasn't salted caramel or it wasn't, you know, salted chocolate or whatever it whatever it is. We, you know, we didn't have all this kind of 
kind of stuff and Nutella wasn't a thing or if it was a thing it hadn't become the thing that it is now so um so a jam sandwich was you know you you got home from school or on a, on you know you, you during the holidays or whatever then you would say you know mum I'm hungry what can I have to eat and and often you would be you'd be given a jam you'd be given a jam sandwich and maybe because of that we felt or we feel like it's not it's not a proper treat that kind of well now we can now we can get hold of more than we leave that one behind but i have to tell you there's something spectacular about about a jam sarnie um and i think i think it's it's one of those things that somehow doesn't feel as bad as a cake so you don't have the same guilt thing going on that you have with a with a cake but it's got that sugar hit and that moment that just brings a a smile a smile to the face so i'm going to start i'm going to start a campaign to say let's re let's re-embrace let's embrace again the whole concept of a you know of a jam sandwich um and you know while i'm on the subject of of kind of things gone by um i I'm, I was making banana bread. Everybody seems to be making banana bread. I've probably touched on this before because it was a, certainly a thing a few weeks ago. But I, I, I'm now in the routine of making a banana loaf once, you know, once a week. And and I find myself before mashing the banana, uh, and there's something very satisfying about mashing a banana. But before mashing the banana, I've found myself slicing the banana up to make it easier to mash. And that reminded me that we used to have banana and custard. That was a that was a dessert. That was a thing. Banana and custard was a real, it was, it was a real kind of Sunday dessert thing. And what, whatever happened to banana and custard, or for that matter, Swiss roll and custard? What happened to Swiss roll and custard? Where did where did that go? And I know I've strayed from the original thing, so I'll bring us back round to the jam sandwich. But you know, let me know if it's if this is just me, or actually if there is real love out there for a for a jam butty. <laughs> It's not Thursday, it's Friday, and I recorded Thursday's section uh, yesterday, but I've changed my mind, so I'm going to change it around a, a bit this week, and instead of doing Friday uh, with things that um, are kind of special to lockdown, or the things that it's worth, you know, taking some comfort in because um they they perhaps wouldn't have happened if we'd not been you know in the time and the space that we are uh i'm going to move that and do that on thursdays instead even though it's fridays if that makes any kind of sense so <clears throat> a few things have caught my eye this week um which i think i'd like to i you know i'd like to mention um the first one is there's a video floating around um it's not really a video really because it's not anything actually but somebody worked out how um hilarious the the rolling stones video for start me up is if you actually just turn the music off so there's the, the video going around which is the official um video for the song um but without but without the the vocals and it is i have to say it is it's strangely hypnotic and it's and it's hilarious so if you get a chance to to dig around that or if you just find the video and turn the music off um i don't know who stumbled upon that but it's a it's a kind of a bit of a moment of of genius really so um so i'd 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 wholeheartedly recommend you searching out that or just finding the video and turning the uh, turning the turning the music off um the other thing um is 
I kind of realised this week how super efficient my car's become. Um, I last filled my car up on the 20th of March. Um, I know that date for a couple of reasons. One, because it was my birthday, and two, because it was the day prior to everything starting to lock down where I was running around getting you know, supplies as we battened down the hatches for, for some kind of extended period of time. And I remember filling the car uh, up at that point in time and thinking, right, well, that's another thing not to worry about. So, OK, over the next couple of weeks, I haven't got to panic about fuel. And my car is still over half full. Um, and so at the, the rate it's going, I probably won't need to put any fuel in my car, possibly um, to cer certainly into July, possibly even into August, if we carry on the rate that we're going. So I'm now in a situation where um, my car potentially needs filling up three times a year, um, which is something I never thought I'd ever experience. So that brings a bit of a smile um, to the face, uh, knowing that your car has become uber efficient, but in reality, you're just not using it. Um, the other thing um, was that... Um, I've I've been I've done as lots of people have been doing and there's been a lot of bad press or there's been a lot of negative press about um, Zoom and video conferencing and all those kind of things and that people can hack and what have you and that's fine and I get that but what's been quite nice over this period is I've met up with and had virtual coffees with so many people who I haven't spoken to for years because people have got a little bit of time on their hands and a random message comes in and you drop somebody a line and say oh should we grab a should we grab a coffee oh should we have a have a natter while we're having a, a coffee and and so as much as there is that there is bad press about it um without zoom i probably wouldn't have spoken to a whole load of people i've spoken to in the past couple of weeks uh, including, you know, three or four people this week who I haven't spoken to for a real long time. So um, whether it's just the boredom of, of where we are or the fact we've got a little bit of, of extra time or the fact we've now put ourselves into a space where these things are things that we actually contemplate doing and I've got the bandwidth for, then, you know, I'm I'm quite happy to, to actually be, you know, interacting with people I haven't spoken to for for quite a while and I think the final thing um, is uh, and I'll allude to it a little bit more um, when I do Friday's section which I shall do straight after this but obviously uh, only because this week's a bit special but I managed to get a flat white this week um, which was the thing that I was thinking would be the first thing I would do post lockdown and for whatever reason I've managed to get uh, a a you know a flat white coffee made for this week, which was an absolute joy. Friday. I wanted the book end the week with uh, VE Day. Um, obviously, it's VE Day today, and um, the the coffee shop that uh, we like to um, frequent in the village, a place called Wired. Um, were doing takeout orders, doing cake takeout orders today as part of uh, a little VE Day celebration, and um, and the main the main it's Oliver and Katie who run the uh, the business, and their main business is uh, is wedding cakes and cakes for special occasions, 
And they have uh, this coffee shop, this little coffee shop called Wired, and it's open on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. And the cakes are amazing and the coffee's spectacular as well. And they'd decided they were going to do these takeaway cake boxes and they were going to maintain everything they needed to maintain in terms of social distancing and all the kind of protocols that we needed to, you know, to do to keep us all safe. And you you ordered, um, you know, a box of cakes, um, a selection of cakes, and you went down at a specific time and you collected your cakes and at the same time, or some, you know, some coffee beans or whatever. And at the same time, you could, uh, you could, you could pick up a takeaway coffee while you were there. So, uh, so we went for a, um, a walk through the village and we knew we had to be there. We had about an hour. So we, we, we took a stroll around the village and around the little bit of countryside outside and came back into the village um, in time to collect our cakes. And what was very striking while we did this was as we walked through uh, and around the village, there were lots of activity. There was a lot of people outside and they were putting up bits of bunting, whatever they could find that was red, white and blue. And they were setting up tables and chairs with a view that, you know, they maybe eat sort of outdoors and they maybe eat on their their front gardens and just be there and be visible. Um, whilst obviously, you know, maintaining all, as I say, all the social distancing things. And um, and it struck me as I was going around that I'd not seen this amount of activity around the village, you know, for quite a while. So when I got for a walk or for a run, I've not been seeing this number of people. I certainly hadn't been seeing people with... Um, you know, with something to focus on for the day. And it made me it made me realise that whether this was the right celebration or the wrong celebration or whether, you know, you know, whatever mixed feelings I, I kind of had about it, that it was providing a lift uh for people and giving people just a, a bit of something today that was different from the last five or six weeks. Um, and so it it just made me stop and think a little about um, whether I'd, you know, I considered everything uh, as I was as I was grappling with this particular issue um, at, the, at the start of the week. So um, it's ended up being a really positive kind of day and, and, and we ended up having a barbecue and we ended up um you know sitting out the front of the house for a little bit and and people that you know neighbors were sort of we were having conversations over sort of 15 20 feet but actually feeling like we were interacting with people in a way we hadn't done for a for a while so um so I wanted to end it on a positive note rather than um you know rather than where my thoughts were at the you know at the start of the week I'm still I still think there's other things we can do. I still don't think we have to look back, you know, to the to that one moment in history for for every bit of inspiration or every, you know, when we need a um, um, a, a moment of solace or when we we need some fortitude. There are other things we can look at, and also we should be looking at positives that came out of it, not just thinking that that the Dunkirk spirit's going to take us through all the time. But I do recognise that. You know, the whole thing brought a little bit of uh, diversion and light relief today. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. And I've actually managed to do something this week that I've not managed to do for ages, which is actually keep the podcast below, I think possibly just about below 20 minutes, which I've been, when I started this thing, I never expected the episodes would run quite as long as they do. Um, so it's nice to actually, uh, yeah, nice, nice to hit the 20 minute mark. Um, 
please, obviously, everybody stay safe uh, and 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 well. Uh, and and I hope I hope you've had a good day. And I hope everything's going, you know, going well with you. And I'd love to hear from you. So, a short stories on Instagram, a short stories on Twitter, a short stories on Facebook. Any of those, if you want to get in touch, please get in touch. Uh, and other than that, uh, take care. And I will speak to you next week. <laughs>